the internet is all around us. You know this, I know this. Within the click of a button, we can stream television, movies, find new outlets of entertainment, and even new passions that we can share with the world. Welcome to Soundplay. And today, we're going to be talking about just that. First up, Basil Howell interviews a public personality and learns about the intricacies of video game streaming. And next, I interview a TikTok cosplayer whose cosplay journey has helped them grow over the years. Here's Basil's story. Hello? Friends? Hi, how's it going? Oh my goodness. It's been a while, it's been a month. It's been a month. I will greet you guys in the order of which you appeared. Ellie, you were the first person in here. Luna, Jada, hi. Uh, what's happening? <laughs> oh, people, it's time for violence. It's time for violence, you guys. Sacrifice the straight one. <laughs> ah! That was V, a Canadian Twitch streamer who goes by the name Cannibal Ducky during one of her many streams. Most of these streams are very similar to this, with similar vibes carried throughout the streams, giving slumber party with old friends. And this is exactly what V wants, and her main reason for coming to Twitch in the first place. Ever since I was younger, like, the idea of being able to create a community of like friends and fans and stuff always appealed to me um streaming on twitch and stuff like takes a lot of less like mental energy for somebody who's an introvert (laughs) um than like having like an in-person interaction and like hanging out with friends um even though i would consider the two like similar in nature right like you're talking with people you're hanging out you're discussing interests and stuff and i could be doing that in person and feel a hundred times more tired than (laughs) doing it online um v started streaming in 2018 and just passed her third year anniversary on october she would stream a variety of things such as sims and minecraft but has lately been more known for her genshin impact streams Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, slam dunk you into the ground, but I just want to know what fishing supplies you have. V got this idea from watching other streamers and many YouTubers. What drew her in was her own lack of community growing up. It's like I moved around a lot as like a Mm -hmm. kid, so like creating like that whole like, like, you know, like a tight knit group of friends and stuff growing up wasn't really a concept for me. Going into college, when one would think they would be forming long-term and very important relationships, V had a very different scenario placed in her lap. Although her first year had gone pretty well, her second year was a different story. V was diagnosed with not only clinical depression, but also an anxiety disorder making socializing a nearly impossible task. It like hit really hard, and so what we thought it was, was just that things just like from my past and whatnot or things that have been built up from a very long time like you know like getting bullied in like elementary school like even as early as that like things like that started having an impact on like my my self-esteem and uh like past relationships and stuff and it just 
all just kind of like combined up. And then one day my body was just like, yeah, you're sad about this right now. Humans are social creatures, and when we lose the ability to socialize due to mental illness, this only worsens the situation. We need to be social in the same way we need to eat and breathe. Thanks to the internet, however, humans have been given the ability to talk to others while staying home and not having to actually go out into the scary world. That Twitch really helped with the, like, the social, like, isolation that I kind of, like, was feeling. Um... Definitely with feeling anxious and like depressed, like my real life relationships heavily dropped off because a lot of those relationships require, um, you know, constant interactive meeting up in person. Online friendships are a lot more broad where like mm-hmm. you can just kind of like go on and off like every once in a while, like you send a message um you go do something and then you come back like two hours later and then you respond to said message right when asked about what kept her motivated during such a tough time to keep trying to reach out across online networks this is what we had to say that's an interesting question <laughs> uh, i never really thought about that hmm. i think maybe like the small knit community and like the friendships that I was making like um I remember like when I would have like one to two people like I would just play the games and chat and stuff and because I would game in my free time anyways like that was something that just kept me entertained but when people started coming on in like that's when I started to get to like know these people on a personal level and like some of them streamed on their own and mm-hmm. I also would pop into other people's streams and stuff because I was curious about how I could like grow and become like a better like Twitch streamer and stuff mm-hmm. and through there I still like met friends that I talk to to this day. Online friendships, although some may see them as superficial, feel as real as any other relationship in one's life. I think... I've achieved my goal of, you know, like making a nice community and stuff. And uh, I've met a lot of friends and I've met a lot of amazing people. And And while maintaining those online friendships can feel easy, maintaining yourself on a stream platform like Twitch can become much more difficult. I wasn't really like focused on like marketing myself and like selling like a product or like a show but more of like um I guess kind of like gathering like a community of people who really wanted to get to know other people and had similar interests and uh I started to kind of question like what was my ultimate goal on Twitch and like like what am I working towards now um Uh and ultimately that question like had the same answer from when I began which was have fun and just like meet new people and have fun and there were a couple of issues I was having in terms of like like self-esteem and growth and I started getting really caught up in numbers um and that's never fun yeah no it's just like it's such um it's such a twitch mistake like people always say like never focus on the numbers because those will always get you
Um, I think that I was kind of like losing myself to that. And I was losing that initial message of just having fun. When I took a step back, I realized I wasn't having as much fun as I was when I was, you know, not taking this like a job. But then I kept doing more and more and more. And I just didn't feel any happier with what I was doing. And eventually it just kind of came to a halt where I needed to take a step back. Um, It just got really overwhelming. Once you treat a hobby like a job, it starts to lose any fun quality that once had. And recently, to help her mental health, V has actually decided to stop streaming on Twitch. Yeah, and it's like, it was really sad when I had to make that announcement and stuff. I was, like, heartbroken. What if I'm just, like, getting back into, like, being, like, my, my old depressed self? Which is literally always the biggest fear when it comes to change. It's weird to think of like how Twitch was something that really helped me at the beginning with my mental health and then near the end it was something that I needed to kind of like take away a little bit Mm -hmm. so that like my mental health could be okay. (laughs) What made V come to the realization that she doesn't need to stream anymore is rather interesting. And once I got my life back together and I started recovering from depression and I started to kind of have balance in other aspects of my life that's when i could take the pedal off of twitch and really let like other things start to kind of like get into play oh i'm gonna miss the streams but i'm glad you're gonna take care of your mental health that is the most important thing now v is on her last year of college to get a social work degree with the hopes of working in hr And although she will not be streaming any longer on Twitch, her Discord is still active and will host some movie nights every now and again to get the gang back together. Welcome back. That was Basil. I love that story and we're going to talk a little bit about it at the end of this episode. But for now, this is a story that I produced about a year ago. And when I first listened to Basil's story, I kind of drew some similarities between this one and Basil's. So I'm going to let you be the judge of that. It's me, Foxberry. First of all, thank you so much for 1.2 million followers. I started this app just to have fun and mess around. And the fact that I'm inspiring others and making others smile means the whole world to me. Please take care of yourselves. I love you all very much. That was Sarah otherwise known as Foxberry, on social media. In her spare time, Sarah cosplays. She dresses up as characters from movies and television and posts videos of her dancing and acting like the characters on social media. Some of her first and most popular cosplays are Veronica Sawyer from Heathers and Lydia Dietz from Beetlejuice. Most of her cosplay content can be found on TikTok, 
a video creating app where she has 1.2 million followers. I asked Sarah how she describes cosplay for those that know nothing about it. Cosplay is Halloween all year round. Every day of the week, you're thinking of a new costume. You're thinking of a new person you want to portray. You use makeup and you use wigs and you use fashion to to make a new costume. That's essentially what it is. I also tell people that I play dress up as a 21 year old. And Sarah is about to celebrate a big milestone on TikTok. Actually, my two-year anniversary of posting cosplays on TikTok is this Sunday. Um, It's the 7th, which I didn't realize until literally, like, the other day. I was like, oh, my God, that's right. It's been two whole years since I started posting on TikTok, which means that I have been officially cosplaying for, like, two and a half years now, which is insane to me because it does not feel like that. Sarah has grown into an inspiration for thousands of people on TikTok just by using the app as a form of self-expression. But to understand how she got to this two-year milestone, we need to start at the beginning. So I already had TikTok before it turned into TikTok, and it was Musical.ly. That's Musical.ly. Musical.ly was an app where people lip-synced and danced to different sounds and music. Later on, that same app was rewired into TikTok. used to be very, very, very self-cautious and low self-esteem, and I was very mean to myself, and I had no confidence whatsoever, but something that I always loved was music. Music was something that was so expressive to me. I loved expressing myself through the different kinds of songs I was listening to, and when Musical.ly became a thing, it, you know, it was music. It was lip-syncing to songs that I loved. So I kind of just started making videos on it because I enjoyed listening to my music and seeing what types of movements that I could come up based along with the lyrics of the song. Sarah says posting videos lip-syncing on Musical.ly helped her to get used to seeing her face and gain more confidence. After a while, she no longer needed an app to help her with self-esteem. But she would later remember Musical.ly when she began to start seriously thinking about cosplay. Cosplaying had always been an idea, brewing at the back of her mind since she was in middle school. It wasn't until her gap year out of high school, when Sarah had more time and resources to commit to cosplay, that she began to start seriously thinking about it. The first character Sarah ever cosplayed was a gothic vampire from a cartoon she has loved since childhood. During my gap year, I was like, I'm going to order body paint and a wig right now. (laughs) And I impulsively just did it. Um, and it was like a long black wig and gray body paint, and I did it, and it looked terrible in comparison to what I can do now, but at the time, I was like, this is great. I was like, I'm gray. (laughs) I was like, I am gray. I have long black hair. This is so cool. I'm like, I look like that character that I've always loved and always, like, seen myself in. When Musical.ly changed to TikTok, cosplayers flocked to the app. During her gap year, Sarah noticed this and became interested in the app once more. You know what? I'm going to go back on this app. This app meant something to me. That's why it was still downloaded on my phone. And then I started following all these cosplayers. And I started realizing, like, how insanely talented they were. After I started following and consuming their content on the actual app, that is when I decided myself that I should start making things, too. 
nearly two years later, and TikTok still brings Sarah joy and a love for creation. More than that, the app almost acts as a therapeutic tool and creative outlet for her. Cosplay is my form of self-expression. Cosplay is an escape from reality, and it's also... It's, it's, at this point, it's honestly just part of who I am. It's my perfect way of taking everything that I love and putting it into one art form. Once you put on a costume and a wig and makeup and I add the acting aspect to it by taking specifically videos in the character, if I'm feeling like I am I hating the world one day and I want to act angsty, I put on a character that acts angsty and, and I'll find songs that just make sense and fit the character. And it's just a way of getting everything off of me without sitting here and being like, I'm mad. Let me vent in words. It's literally a self-expression through visual and movement. But Sarah's TikTok page has become something bigger than just voicing self-expression and creativity through cosplay. Once I started putting it out there and realizing that others could also enjoy what I was doing in a media sense, I started realizing the effect that I would have on specific people. There was this one little girl, and I will never forget her. She was this little British girl. And every time I would post a new cosplay, she would get so excited in the comments. She'd be like, I loved your last cosplays. I'm so excited to keep seeing your new stuff. And I would like her comment, and she would freak out. She would freak out. And I was like, that's so weird that this little girl in the UK, for some strange reason, is gaining so much just from a simple post of something that I do in my bedroom for fun. Sarah has an impact on her followers' everyday lives. I am an influencer, whether I want to believe it or not. Like, that is the title that you can put on me. This has caused some pressure on Sarah's part to be perfect, or to cosplay characters based on what her audience wants, rather than what she wants. The days that I did decide to cosplay were a lot. Like, I would get frustrated if something wasn't coming out the way I wanted to because I was like, I have to get this right for the followers that I promised this cosplay by this certain time for. Sarah's had some trouble grappling with the pressure of an influencer status. But in the back of her mind, she always remembers what cosplay is really about. The cosplay is for myself, and that's originally why I started it, and that's originally why I fell in love with it. It's because it's for me, and it's something I love. After almost two years, Sarah still uses cosplay as a way to voice her emotions. And she had some words of encouragement for those that want to start, too. Okay. This is okay if you need to do this. Just go for it. Just don't overthink things sometimes because life, life is too, life is too much sometimes and you can take a break from it and really like escape it for a second while still feeling super good about what you did and how you expressed yourself. So. For WMWM 91.7 and the Soundplay podcast in Salem, Mass, I'm Alyssa Prey. Hey everyone, it's me, Foxberry. And if you were not already aware, today is my two-year TikTok anniversary. I don't know who's going to see this, but if you're seeing this and you remember me from those days, thank you for being here. Seriously, this journey has been absolutely amazing and I know I've changed a lot, but it's all growth. I'm very happy where I am and I'm very comfortable with who I turned out to be. I could not be here and be where I am without your support and love. You all mean the most to me. Take care of yourselves and stay hydrated. I love you all.
and Sarah's stories touch upon experiences that might not be familiar to those of us that don't have a large following on the internet. Within both of these stories, V and Sarah discuss the struggles of being a figurehead for their communities, which can come with the compulsive need to focus on follower count or the pressure to produce content. But what I love about these stories is that both V and Sarah carved out a place for themselves on the internet. These journeys are coupled with difficulties, but they also reference a pretty amazing internet phenomena. With the rise of internet accessibility on a global scale comes the rise of internet subcultures like these, where building community, forming close relationships, and embracing your passions and hobbies are byproducts. And it's interesting because I think in a way we all kind of carve our own spaces out in the digital world. You're doing it now if you're listening to this podcast. While Soundplay is based at Salem State, it extends far beyond the university's borders and even beyond the city itself, just by its ability to be streamed online. Every like, follow, and share is connected to a person, in this case, me, and the SSU community that shares their stories in this little corner of the internet. I think the idea that there are people behind what we consume online can be difficult to remember when browsing and consuming digital input for a large portion of our daily lives. But if V and Sarah are of any indication, the heart of the internet is clearly the people behind the screens who share their interests and their creativity to form a connection that goes far beyond the likes, shares, and follows. I've been Alyssa. This has been Soundplay. Thank you to all our amazing SSU audio storytellers and to all of you listening. And um, this episode is over. So you're going to have to go find something else to do. Perhaps, you know, follow V's Discord server or scroll some TikTok content. (laughs) I don't know. Just, you can't be here. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Yep. Yep. Yep, I mean it. You can just, yeah. Just click the X button. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Okay, bye.